Okay, everybody. Hey, it's me, Avery. <laughs> and it's me, Adam. Of Avery and Adam's Christmas Committee. The podcast. Uh, we took a little extended holiday don't break because we're a Christmas podcast and we don't, don't fucking work on Christmas. Or Thanksgiving. Or New Year's. Or Boxing Day. Or MLK Day. <laughs> or uh, a, a Lunch Ladies Day or whatever obscure lunch holiday is like on day. December 12th. Yeah. Um, we did a couple live shows and that's it. We did a couple live shows in San Antonio. Check those out on uh, anywhere you listen to our podcast. Uh, but we put together a nice little compilation of some of our favorite moments of last year. Just a little uh, best of from the 2019. So if you're new to the podcast, you can kind of see what we're all about. And uh, if you're already a fan, why don't you go ahead and revisit some of your favorite moments? Like when we talked with Jake Flores about uh, obscure uh, holiday traditions that we no longer do. Terrifying. Uh, <laughs> or, or Adam's uh, wonderful girlfriend and our friend, friend of the podcast, uh, Nicole Russell, uh, one of our favorite people, talked about uh, Kirk Cameron Saves Christmas, one of the worst movies ever made. I've come around at it. It's actually my favorite movie ever made. Okay. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree. Uh, Sawyer Stoll was on. We had one of our favorite criminal crime of the week segments ever. It was the reverse criminal cop, so listen to that at the end of the episode. And there's a few more. We're not going to tell them all to you right now. It's because a surprise. It's a surprise. Why don't you listen? We love you. We should give you a reason to listen. Okay. Speaking of which, uh, we'll be coming out with more episodes here in 2020. This is just the first of them. So, listen up. Merry Christmas. Enjoy. International. As a cactus, you're as charming as an eel, Mr. Green. Okay. Alright. Yeah. And ding, 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 this is the Christmas podcast, <laughs> where we talk about Christmas, and it gets a little political. <laughs> and speaking of politics, we've got the DSA's own Alex Seibert here. Hello. Hi. Hello. Alex, how are you? I'm good. Did you have any interesting dinners recently? <laughs> I, had, I had one. Just jump right into I did. it. <laughs> I did have an interesting dinner. Uh, <laughs> this is a Christmas present for our listeners. Yeah. We've brought to you a direct link to the video of Alex Jones <laughs> getting mocked at a fried chicken place in Austin. <laughs> our friend Alex was there. Yeah, yeah. I'm the deranged leftist, uh, <laughs> as InfoWars called me. <laughs> I laughed so hard when I saw you and Dave. I was like, it's Alex! It's Dave! I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, like, I'm a communist. Will not allow me to enjoy my fried chicken dinner with my beautiful Dave. (laughs) Now that I don't have any kids, it's much easier to date. (laughs) When you buy it's not easy to find a comfortable date who's willing to go to a fried chicken restaurant on a Saturday evening. (laughs) Apparently it was his wife. I did not know he had been remarried. Oh, Uh, so quickly. I know, it seems a little cold. (laughs) So, like, you know, there's, like, groupies and there's, like, chuckle fuckers in the comedy community. You know what that, like, that's an awful term. What what is, what what, what do you call 
Oh, uh, man. Tr- tr- truth or groupies? Ooh, info whores. Info! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no offense to any sex workers out there, but that is... I wasn't even setting no, no, you up no, for no, that. Be, no, no, be, you, you just took that and knocked it yeah. right out of the park. <laughs> no, no, uh, be, uh, being an info whore, thousands of times more degrading than... <laughs> Actual prostitution. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. She seemed pretty upset, which was surprising to me because I figured this happens a lot. Yeah. But she seemed very shocked, which I was like, you don't have to do this. You, yeah. You can go you marry, marry anyone Alex else. Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, but, what? but he's just got that body of a cherry tomato. I cannot <laughs> not. <laughs> I just love for it to explode. Never mind. <laughs> um, I can't wait to take my knife and just bounce around it a couple times before I finally <laughs> slice it right. <laughs> Sprinkle a little salt on it. It's a nice little treat. No guilt. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what, Alex what Jones, happened? my guilt-free snack. <laughs> my guilt-free snack. He's a snack. Um, what happened to spur the argument? So there was a bunch of us from DSA that had come from another event uh, yeah. about how cops are bad. Yeah. And so we were all like already kind of amped up. Yeah. And so we sat down to eat, and then someone's like, "I think that's Alex Jones at the bar." Yeah. And so like what what a treat. Yeah. Like what a dessert. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what a dessert for your evening. <laughs> yeah. And so. We took a couple strategic trips to the bathroom to make sure that it was uh-huh. him, like walk home a couple yeah. times. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did that with a cast of Stranger Things in Atlanta. <laughs> <while Yeah>. back. <laughs> I walked by ten times. <laughs> was, it, was it the entire cast? Or it was the whole cast. Whole I mean, cast. they were all chilling, <laughs> but I did not yell at them. And no one a writer. But uh, my Nona wasn't there. Oh. She's too famous to go out and eat with those children. <laughs> okay, so you you do a couple pass bys. You confirm that it's that piece of shit. Yeah, and uh, my friend Paul was there with us, and he has a friend from Newtown, so he's like, I have a moral obligation to tell mm-hmm. this dude to fuck off. Yeah. yeah. So he walks past him, and he like acts like he's going to the bathroom, talks to the bartender for a minute, and then walks pe- back past and says, hey, Jones, eat shit, fuck you. And like didn't look at him, didn't engage with him at all, just said that to him. And yeah. like, Jones knew it, like heard it for sure. Yeah. And he comes back and sits down and we're like <coughs> applauding him. Like he did a, he, he did good work. And then uh, so later on, we, we decided like we couldn't let him leave without shouting at him. But yeah. we also wanted to eat our food before getting kicked out. Yeah. So we, <laughs> so you <laughs> ate quickly. Yeah, we <laughs> ate yeah, quickly. Yeah. Got fueled up with some chicken. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. The part I want to savor comes next. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So we were all prepared for him. It's and like he, the best fried chicken, too. Yeah, it, is, it, it was good. It's good. So good. I mean, Gus's is pretty good. Gus's is better. Yeah. But there's always, the wait is too long at Gus's. Not at lunch for me. Not at lunch. Oh, yeah. The one downtown? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you can't go during South by though. There's a line yeah. at the door. But what, well, yeah, yeah, I'm never downtown during the day. Oh, uh, okay. I'm not one busy, of those people with night, a though. job. <laughs> 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 That's I'm like when I when I when I didn't when I didn't work uh, like nine to five down, and I would go downtown on like a Tuesday on my day off. I yeah. would walk around and I would see everybody in their suits and yeah. they're like uh, Dockers and uh, Oxford shirts. <laughs> the and Dockers like, that you can and, just throw juice on yeah, and yeah. Just, roll. Yeah, just roll yeah beads off I'd, I, was, I would get a yerba mate and splash it on a guy and watch the beads and I would be like see and he'd be like yeah man but I would look at everybody yeah, I'd go yeah bottom you prick <laughs> I'm on my way to a meeting I gotta close the, the Jones deal <laughs> but I would look at everyone and go and I would just be like yep me too I'm walking around all business like yep 
I'm going to Chipotle at 3 p.m. just like all these business folk here. <laughs> yep. Everyone's got a very important looking suit on. <laughs> I'm sure you all are suing someone. <laughs> Lawsuits flying everywhere. Um, how did it like escalate? So, uh, also, this was at Lucy's on South yes. Congress. Uh, so, it escalated. We like waited for him to leave or we didn't wait for him but we knew we had to say something before he left yeah so he's getting out to leave he's like in the doorway and we start chanting this is class war eat the rich and feed the poor and like that hit him in a nerve yeah because he like <laughs> freaked he the fuck out you are un-american <laughs> he just kept saying you were un-american yeah 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 <laughs> his hands are shaking as he filmed <laughs> the, the first thing he said was why don't y'all move to Venezuela? And we all just started cheering because we would all move to Venezuela yeah. if we had the, the choice. Uh, so he, he like... Also, uh, Venezuela, not like a place without a police state problem. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all hate police so much, why don't you move to where they run everything? <laughs> where they murder you in broad Shut day, up, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> not you, Alex. Continue. <laughs> right. So, uh, so he just like got super pissed. And I, we kind of expected him to react, but not necessarily like just start screaming yeah. especially because he's at the doorway he could have just kept walking but he uh he definitely wanted to make a scene for his own uh website yeah so he's, mm -hmm. he's just like screaming at us at what point did he pull his phone out because the video i saw he's already got his phone out so there yeah the i don't think any of the videos had us chanting so we like yeah. we're mm -hmm. chanting and then pretty much immediately after he pulled his phone out we stopped chanting and like just started screaming man at each that's other. like buster scruggs gun to the holster like bam phone out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh leftist bam i got you on tape <laughs> so yeah there wasn't much before the videos except for that he, he pulled it out pretty much immediately and started yelling at us and uh i i didn't i wasn't sure if anyone would try to engage with him seriously i was yeah. hoping that we wouldn't and we would just laugh at him yeah, as he got redder him. and redder yeah. which is exactly what happened yeah and i'm very thankful like, uh, like violet beauregard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly he was just they have to roll him out. he was plumping up a little character bit goes into a boiling pot <laughs> they don't start screaming and dying they just get more and more red <laughs> He's also <laughs> significantly fatter than I thought. Like I thought he was like kind of jacked, but he's uh, well, he no. he like sucks in and puffs out yeah. when he's on oh, yeah. when he's sitting at his desk, yeah. at his mm -hmm. stupid desk. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's like a stout man. Yeah, he's uh, pretty he's fat. like he's got he he definitely goes for the corseted look when he <laughs> whenever he knows he's being exposed. Dude, I wouldn't doubt it if you wore a girdle. Hey, like a male girdle. Oh yeah, probably yeah. yeah. I bet he wears Spanx. <laughs> <I still, laughs> hey, man, I do too, Alex. Still, it's all right. He probably sells them. One of yeah. The, still, I mean, still one of Survival the, Spanx. <laughs> the they'll filter water. <laughs> just take them off. <laughs> they'll filter water for you. You just pour them through your Spanx. <laughs> oh, but then your Spanx are wet. Obama wants me to get rid of my water filtration business. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's wearable, and it holds in all your problem areas. <laughs> it's like a still suit from Dune. <laughs> Except I give the water away at the end. It's even more philanthropic. So when I saw that the <laughs> I saw the manager stepped in. Yeah, so our, our waitress got pretty pissed, which is understandable. She was like just doing her job. And we actually had asked her earlier in the meal if she would give us an egg. 
because we wanted to egg her like the uh, the uh, Australian yeah. guy uh-huh. who got egged or egged egg him. And she said uh, that she would not give us an egg, but she also would not stop us. From going back from, in the kitchen and getting <laughs> From yourself. screaming at him. Uh, but then she got really mad. So I think she didn't think we would actually do anything. Uh, but she was like, she was like, Alex was just minding his own business. You should stop doing this. Um, but And then the managers came out and they were like equally mad at him as us. Yeah. Really. Like mm-hmm. they didn't try to really kick us out. They asked us to leave, but like we didn't. We just kind yeah. of left mm-hmm. slowly. Um, and they kind of like got in between them. And so they were out there. And I was at the table still, but I wanted to like get in on it a little bit more. Like yeah. I had been yelling at him, but I wanted to get a closer yeah. look at yeah. the man. Yeah, I see you. Like I, I remember when you step into frame. Yeah, and I would just go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then our buddy Dave steps in. Yeah, oh, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I like, I'm like standing a couple feet from him while he's talking to the manager, and I'm just kind of staring at him, like, like smirking at him. Yeah, and he he looks at me and he like whips his phone over and he's like this guy's just looking at me <laughs> <laughs> and, I was, and i just like was like you're a fucking idiot and i just told him that and have you seen the video from his perspective no no so I he posted not. all of his video on Infowars, <laughs> and so you can see me like full frame my face just telling him he's a fucking idiot and he like kind of stammered like didn't know what to say and so i just said it again and then he still didn't really know what to say so he just like started looking at someone else <laughs> he was like clearly like didn't really know how to engage when we yeah. just wanted to laugh at him yeah yeah i can't well you have to start talking before i can yell over you <laughs> yeah, yeah that's exactly. my only go that's my only move so you just stare at me i kind of can't really you gotta start you yeah gotta start. you can't <laughs> just mock me i want to argue with you yeah. <laughs> my move is reacting i don't <laughs> that's insane yeah and so then he just kind of like wandered around for a little bit until the the managers got him to leave but then my favorite part is he, he probably tips well is why they were putting up with that at that's all that's probably true yeah uh but he wouldn't leave so he's good uh Alex <laughs> Jones is good. he supports workers everywhere <laughs> he's a class trader uh no he wouldn't leave the restaurant alone <laughs> he had to have a manager escort him out which was hilarious to me because like we're all like scrawny leftists. Yeah. Like yeah. we've never been in a fight in our lives. Yeah. And he's like, I need you to walk me out to my car. <laughs> These so kids he, are going to spit on me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to come up to me and they're going to do the thing where they li- make their arms limp, but they twist their torso around. So it kind of whips me back. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to dab on me. <laughs> <laughs> so he, yeah, he just kind of oh, that's what, Man, I wish I had been there. That's what I would have done. Just walked him oh that would have been good yeah dabbing on him uh, <laughs> like who's this who's this leftist bitch man. dabbing on me <laughs> i yeah i i i it's so we don't understand your I, meme culture <laughs> i forget so often that alex jones lives here yeah in Aust- yeah it seems so he's our he's a product of austin <laughs> and that we in- made it. and that the info wars studio is here yeah you know how joe rogan was at cap this weekend yeah. and he went on info wars on sunday like right after this happened oh no way yeah i didn't watch any of it but it's just so surreal for that to be happening there like it seems like first of all joe rogan and alex jones i think equally stupid men oh yeah equally successful marketers of their whole thing but equally stupid it's just but uh joe rogan is 
passive stupid and uh, Alex Jones is active stupid. <laughs> so when they come together, their heads like fit to get like the concavity of Joe Rogan absorbs the uh, obtuseness of <laughs> Alex Jones, and they kind of fit together like a jigsaw puzzle piece. We're a yin and a yang. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yin, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a. It's a Alex Jones. Jones is so spiritual. Alex Jones's gut forms the lower. Uh, teardrop and <laughs> Joe Rogan's head forms the upper teardrop. <laughs> His big bald DMT yeah. filled head. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! I did not. I think I want to. I, I want to watch it. I feel like it, it, they're. I feel like they're the mind power in that room was just limitless at that point. It's <laughs> like be- they like them both being in the same room together is like Bradley Cooper taking a limitless pill. <laughs> <laughs> like, the you- feedback loop is enormous. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in and like t- touch a metal surface and it yeah. shocks you. <laughs> Fuck. I can hear it. It's buzzing. <laughs> like if, you, you, if they're talking to each other and you walk between them, you like see your own death. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> a wonderful Christmas time. Christmas has been banned a couple times in the past. <gasps> right. What? Why? Uh, Was uh, it the for, war on Christmas? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is it the war? When people first came to America from uh, England, the Puritans <laughs> who arrived here, they banned Christmas because they thought that the gift-giving uh, part of it, uh-huh. it, it led people to uh, think that the holiday was secular and not having to do with Jesus ah. at all. Mm. So they banned the celebration in a lot of the, a lot of the colonies. Um, another group of people who banned uh, certain parts of Christmas were, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of these guys, the Nazis. Uh, yeah. Never heard of them. They, <laughs> they, they had those cute outfits, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, they, yeah, they were the Hugo Boss army. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, <laughs> they got rid. Well, yeah. they got rid of the religious parts of Christmas. Yeah. They made a bunch of Nazi Christmas songs. Oh hell yeah! The most famous of which is a rewriting of the song Silent Night. Ugh. And it is called... Silent Noct. It is called... <laughs> no, no. It is called... It's called Crystal Noct. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Exalted Night of the Clear Stars. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, I don't like this. That's if, so efficient. <laughs> if you sing it, something's going to happen. Yeah, I'm not going to sing. I'm not going to... Yeah, you can look the lyrics up. No. But I'm not going to... I'm not going to... I'm not going to sing it. Um... Okay, I'm just going to go through uh, their, uh, some uh, old Christmas traditions that we don't do anymore, okay. but they were actually kind of insane. Okay. Uh, because Christmas used to be a holiday where people literally just get drunk and just trash the place. And by the place, they mean... What do you mean used to be? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this right now. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, have you guys seen SantaCon? Uh, but no, you literally, like, the government would shut down. Everybody would go looting. It went nuts. Um, and, like, the... TSA was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and people... Uh, that's why Santa Claus is now, like, the mascot of Christmas, because... Uh, he brings order. Yeah, people wanted to make Christmas more like a family-oriented, nice. churchy. You gotta be nice, nice, man. Nice holiday rather than a drunk people's fuck up. <laughs> Shit, fun Santa's the man. Holiday. Um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, there used to be a tradition in England where you would. Uh, it, it was called playing Snapdragon, where you would take raisins and you would dump brandy on them, light them on fire, <laughs> and then as quick as you could. 
Grab the raisins and put them in your mouth. <laughs> Holy shit. Let's do it. <laughs> Holy shit. We should absolutely play Snapdragon. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Come to my bar tomorrow. I've got like a couple new brandies. <laughs> we'll try it out. Yeah. Just bring a box of raisins, guys. <laughs> uh, many towns would uh, elect a Christmas boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Christmas boy. Christmas, yeah, you uh, you elect a you elect a small boy, and you he's called the Lord of Misrule, <laughs> <laughs> and he gets to conduct all the Christmas uh, ceremonies around town. <laughs> The uh, Lord of Misrule. Uh, it says uh, Catholic Catholic cathedrals did the same thing, electing a boy bishop every year, like a, per- like a super altar boy. Yeah, he, perfor- <laughs> yeah he, perf- he performed all the religious ceremonies yeah. from December twenty eighth onwards, including giving sermons. What? Uh, one He's like a little baby from- priest. Yeah, one sermon from a boy bishop involves his wish that <laughs> all his. Bishop. Hold on, hold on. One sermon from a boy bishop involves his wish that all his school teachers be hanged. <laughs> Miss, I fucking hate this. Uh, <laughs> fucking hang them up. Hang them. them up. <laughs> hang her. Hang Miss. Okay, uh, we That's did. What they you heard the boy bishop. You, you, you heard, heard the, the boy you bishop. The he boy. said to hang the miss. <laughs> Does she have a name? They don't know it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I got one. Uh, I got one last bit here. Uh, there is this Welsh Christmas tradition. Oh, the Welsh uh, called Mary Lewid. <laughs> I don't know how you. I don't know how it's pronounced. What is it's, it? It's Mary Lewid. I don't know. Mary how Lurid. Pr- it's it's spelled L W Y D. So I'm not sure how you spell that. It's Welsh. Lude. Uh, but it means. <laughs> but it translates to Holy Mary. Ludes. It's a tradition that originated in South Wales, and what happens is you take a horse skeleton and you <laughs> dress it up. Like the Virgin Mary on a pole, <laughs> and you carry it around, and you go door to door. That fucking rules. And then you you go door to door, and when somebody opens the door, uh, you basically you challenge them to a roast battle, basically, because you it would you would challenge the families would engage in a battle of like rhyming insults. And <laughs> you pick a winner, and then you everyone goes inside and gets drunk. <laughs> like the Virgin Mary. Yeah. You just have a horse skeleton. <laughs> you just have a horse. You dress a horse skeleton up, and you take. You it gotta kill town. it in June, so it'll decay enough so that the bones yeah, are yeah. clean. Gotta oh, make sure man. the bones just, are when clean. When I saw that, I pictured you at South by holding that pig skull. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun thing to do if you have a skull. To hold it. You're probably not going to have the entire body connected to it. <laughs> yeah, I think most of the time you just get a skull and you put it on uh, like a, a stick. It was hard is... enough for me to get that skull. I uh, yeah. That is so you gotta, funny. You have to go to like one of the HEBs that sells pig's heads, which is only half of them. No, that's just the, yeah. Yeah. Just um, the one on seven. Holy shit. Christmas fucking rules, yeah. dude. Yeah. Okay, so that's a little bit of the dark history of Christmas. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> we should do more historical episodes. <laughs> Especially yeah. if there's more like horse marys. Yeah, there's some. <laughs> <laughs> I want, yeah, I want to get more into the, like the pagan thing because it seems like it seems like they just like gave up enforcing any rules whatsoever. Yeah, like Christmas Which was just like a free for all. 
I can't imagine it happening now on any regular bait. That's literally the purge. It's the purge. Is what yeah. <laughs> they did the purge That's every insane. Christmas. <laughs> I love it. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Uh, all right. Uh, I want to finish up uh, with a little story from history. Okay. This is called <laughs> The Con Man Who Saved Christmas. A little story from That's history. Like, I, did, uh, I did the Lanolex Corporation the other night. <laughs> yeah. And Pat was like, Pat was like, uh, there are four men in your apartment. And I was like, do I know them? And he was like, yes. And I was like, from where? And he was like, history. (laughs) 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 Last time I was hanging out listening to Lanolex, I got so, it blew my mind so hard I had to go home. (laughs) (laughs) I was just sitting on the ground just so high. And Glenn Rose and I were like messaging back and forth on Facebook like, what? the fuck <laughs> and I just kind of like got up and left nice <laughs> sometimes uh, you gotta you guys should listen to Lana Lack. yeah it's very it's fun good, yeah uh, so tell me about this story from history. Sure. In 1913, a charismatic customs broker named John Duval Gluck Jr. Gluck! <laughs> founded the Santa Claus Association, a group responsible for answering Santa's mail in New York City. For 15 years, the association they received gifts and donations from New Yorkers. Gluck himself became a jazz age celebrity. <sighs> but in 1927, he was exposed as a fraud. Okay. Okay, so... 19, it took till 1987? 1927. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> 1987, he was exposed as a fraud. Gluck, now 149 <laughs> years old. <laughs> okay, so every year through the 19th and early 20th centuries, uh, mountains of Santa letters would end up at post offices all across America. Uh, and there was a change in the post office department policy in 1911. So these letters uh, started to be answered by charity groups who would be approved by the local postmaster. Fucking liars. Right. Charity group liars. <laughs> Don't uh, pretend to be Santa if you're not Santa. Not cool. Uh, I think. Well, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They are liars, I guess. Um, <laughs> they're, they're literally Santa. Sorry. They're, they're, one of them was telling the truth. OK. <laughs> one of them was truthful. <laughs> um, but in New York City, they didn't. Ha- they had like a real. Uh, lack of these volunteer groups so most kids letters were not getting answered uh, Santa Claus is tardy saint read the front page of the sun a week before Christmas Eve mailmen disown Santa read the Tribune <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, no. two, two years went by with New York City's Santa letters ending up at the dead letter office. And as the days of December 1913 ticked away, it began to look like uh, Santa would again be a no-show. But on December 8th, New York City's postmaster Edward M. Morgan received a call about a clever customs broker with a carefully conceived system for receiving, verifying, and responding to children's Christmas wishes. Mm. He was disrupting the Santa letter response industry. (laughs) Despite the postmaster's workload, or perhaps because he had too much on his mind to take extra time vetting the man who had stepped forward to play Santa, he granted the man's request. New York City now had a Santa Claus. Another liar. Yeah, (laughs) uh, but a double liar this time. The customs customs broker turned Santa was John Duvall Gluck Jr., a bachelor with no children of his own. While Gluck's imagination and abundant energy added a sense of fancy to his day-to-day life, it also created restlessness in him. He read about about the change in the post office department policy and believed his fundraising program and work investigating customs claims provided him with the unique skills to manage Santa's mail. Uh, the Santa Claus Association worked as a bottom-up operation. New Yorkers of any means could take a letter or a hundred and personally see that the child would receive their gift. 
The what? donors did the real work. Gluck's association just helped to connect them. So basically, he would just act as a relay. He's a middleman yeah. for for people who like actually want to give the wanted gifts to, to give the kids. presents. This okay. used to happen. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is to, news to me that yeah, they you, you could to, just write to Santa and actually get and actually stuff. get yeah. a gift. <laughs> what the fuck? I think it was supposed to be like need for needy children, I, like, sure. like toys for toss or something. Okay. But like um, you could pretty easily game the system, right? Yeah. <laughs> It, it, this was like the early 1900s. You could lie about anything. Yeah, there was no way to check. No way to check. You don't have a LinkedIn. Um, Hell no. <laughs> uh, well, oh, you're, you say that you worked at uh, U.S. Bank uh, for three years and you were a manager. Okay, who's your supervisor's name? Oh, he died last year of typhoid. Okay, we have to believe you. Yeah, I guess <laughs> it's just true now. Like, no one to check. Okay. Um, donors from all walks of life contributed to the efforts. Volunteers from the city elite offered their time to help open, sort, and respond to the letters. Uh, a typical typical letter uh, received would go like, Dear Santa Claus, I'm a little girl, 11 years old. I have one, bro one little brother and three little sisters beside myself. My papa is sick with rheumatism and cannot work. So, dear Santa, I am writing this letter to you. I hope, dear Santa, you will not forget us on Christmas. Oh. Like, Kind of like Oof. real desperate kids. Sure. The efficient business-centric approach of the Santa Claus Association helped it to answer the requests of 28,000 children wow. in the first year. And with their help, they cured that kid's dad's rheumatism. He has, no <laughs> longer has rheumatism. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this is interesting. I feel like it seems like it's effective. So I'm interested to see what the yeah. scam comes in. Um, the year that the Santa Claus Association was launched was the same year that public Christmas tree celebrations began to catch on, with dozens of cities following New York's lead. Uh, following the success of the group's first year, the Santa Claus Association became an institution in early 20th century New York City. The group's work continued for another 15 years. Each year, Gluck's ambitions grew. He started branches of the Santa Claus Association Flying in other cities. Yeah, uh, Flying too close to the North Pole. He <laughs> tapped celebrities like John Barrymore and Mary Drew Pickford. Drew Barrymore's grandfather. Yeah. Right? Uh, to help and promote star the cause. of 20th century. And even, <laughs> a farce even, on a train. <laughs> he even announced plans for a grand Santa Claus building to be constructed in the middle of Manhattan. Wow. I don't think that ever got built. It would have been cool, though. Um, I've never been in New York. We can't tell. But. <laughs> we don't know that. As the number of answers le answered letters increased, so did Gluck's request for funds. Mm. First, he asked for a few dollars to cover all the two-cent stamps required. Then he began asking for hundreds of dollars to pay for the gifts, then hundreds of thousands of dollars to fund the construction of the Santa Claus building. As the association became a greater part of the holidays, few people asked questions about where these funds were all going. The patriotic passion of the Great War, followed by Jazz Age optimism, kept most New Yorkers in an idealistic, trusting mood. Eleven years into the group's operation, the Macy's department store launched its first parade, which would eventually become the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Sure. The Santa Claus Association's era was the period when Christmas became the extravagant, highly commercial event we celebrate today, and Gluck took full advantage. But not everyone was so easily excited. Bird S. Kohler, New York City's Commissioner Bird. of Public Welfare. Bird, Bird Luck. Bird Ass Kohler. <laughs> Bird Looking Ass Kohler. The Commissioner of Public Welfare made it his mission to clean up Gotham's unregulated charities. Tidy those up. He launched investigations into dozens of charities, and he shut down street soliciting and benefit block parties. And by 1927, he had Gluck in his sights. 
he demanded that Gluck provide him with Santa Claus Association's books. He resisted, but Uh-oh. eventually was compelled to open up his workshop to city auditors. They found tens of thousands of dollars left unaccounted for, a raft of dubious fundraising practices, and no oversight of Gluck or his handling of the funds. And though the lack of documentation made it hard to convict Gluck of a crime, Kohler uh, found enough evidence to convince the postal inspector that Gluck could no longer be trusted with children's wishes. <laughs> <laughs> so like the reversal of a Christmas film's happy ending, the postman came to the Santa Claus Association and removed Santa's mail, Aww. stripping Gluck of his prized letters. Though the Santa Claus man would have gone to Miami soon after... <laughs> His Classic efforts, criminal on the run location. His efforts to answer Santa's mail have left a legacy of sorts. Santa's letters have not returned to the dead letter office. Today, they are answered by the U.S. Postal Service as part of its Operation Santa Claus program. It follows a similar scheme as Gluck devised, in which individuals can request letters and personally answer them with gifts. But Aww. now the effort is handled by a whole committee of postal employees rather than one imaginative customs broker. Man, that is a job. They nationalized Santa. Yeah, they did. Perfect. Wow. Wow. So Holy yeah, shit. that's that's uh, Gluck. Man, Gluck. I feel like it's weird. Like it seems altruistic to be like, yeah, I want to like help kids get what they want for Christmas and set up this system. But I feel like the first warning sign should have been that he didn't have any kids. Nor yeah. was he, he was just some guy. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, no, mm-hmm. yeah, no childless adult male cares that much about kids. <laughs> yeah, like it's just, or if they do, Except it's not in a good Santa. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for naughty list uh, residents, pedophiles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Except for certain uh, sandwich salesmen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... What happened to him? Did they put him in jail, or no, were they, they just, just like more? They just had to, they just he had just to, went to Miami, and they were like, "All right, to, yeah, they enjoy Miami." Con- they couldn't convict him of any. They couldn't convict him of anything, but they could shut him down. It's. I mean, it's true that Miami does not extradite to the rest of the country. Yeah. that's where you go if you're into some crooked mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, yeah. In in 1927, Miami wasn't even in America, really. Exactly, it, it barely was, counted. It was Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> it was Cuba. <laughs> yeah, they had they hadn't like built the full Florida land bridge yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was still an island just a swamp really <laughs> yeah disney hadn't stepped in <laughs> <laughs> simply having a wonderful christmas time uh so we should uh we should move along to yeah. uh the reason we we're originally going to do yeah. this episode nicole you usually are movie correspondent yes. we've I love movies we've had you uh review with us a couple uh, honestly, Christmas classics. Great uh, movies. <laughs> I had a great time watching the John yeah. Lithgow Christmas yeah. story. Or yeah. John Lithgow. Uh, oh, yeah. Santa Claus the movie. Yes. Maybe. But so Claus. Good. Just. Mm. Yeah. The horror one was my fave. Yeah. John Lithgow flies into space. Uh-huh. And that's the last I mean, shot of the movie. And, uh, and of course, the uh, Bill Goldberg as the murderous Santa. Yes. <laughs> in yeah. What's that one called? What is that called? What was it called? Sant- no. Santa uh, Slay. Santa Slay. Yeah. But it's Slay. Slay. Yeah. <laughs> Slay. That damn. movie was so good. It was so good. Yeah. So we thought I thought let's do another let's do another Christmas movie. Yeah. Um one of our favorites, uh one of our favorite people, Kirk Cameron. He's one a of good our guy. favorite human beings. Kirk Cameron, uh, of Growing Pains fame. We and all know he's left he's, behind. He's, he's yeah, oh, oh, yeah, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that whole that, thing. The McEwen's favorite. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was after his uh evangelical turn. He is now like a, is extremely Very devout Christian. Devout it's really Christian. Odd. He has Christian face though. Real yeah. social yeah. real social yeah, conservative. Got, he's got little Caesar's he's, hot and ready. Right? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. 
<laughs> he has when, that on Wednesday speed night, dial. Wednesday night, little Caesar's yes, hot and ready for all the kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a few years ago, he released a movie called Saving Christmas. I didn't know anything about this movie. I just saw like the promotional like materials yeah. for it. It looked and like a fun action movie. It did. The, the, the poster. poster is like of him holding a giant candy cane, like yeah. blasting through the background. Like Never yeah. been so misled it seemed, in my it seemed, like, <laughs> it seemed like it would be like at worst like a silly Hallmark movie about yeah. like this family who just can't get it together and get in the Christmas like, uh, spirit. Yeah. And Kurt Cameron has to save the day and say, and hey, And it turns everybody. out to be dinner with Andre. <laughs> it was so bad. It was for it was barely fiction, first of yeah. all. In that except for the all of the it arguments was just that were like supposed to be true. Lecture, yeah. like a lesson. It was straight up a Christian lecture. First of all, I found this out. Uh, Kirk Cameron apparently uses a lot of his, like the people who go to his church. He I could tell those are church actors. people. Yeah. His actors, so he doesn't have to pay Well, because he doesn't fees. have any connections in Hollywood anymore. No, he that's makes, true. He makes these movies from like investors from his church. Mm. Like like he literally has his own production company now. But then he, he doesn't, gets it on, He doesn't like, work within Netflix. Hollywood anymore. <laughs> so no. these are normal people and his investors are normal people. Well, normal. His they're investors are people. His investors yeah. are people. <laughs> and his actors are people. Yeah. And the, but they're all people from his church. It's right. no longer like a it's no longer a Hollywood thing. He doesn't make I think shit the person in LA. with the I think the person with the third most lines in the movie is his sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he casts his family, yeah. his pastor, it's that fucking Allen Ginsberg looking motherfucker that's sitting in the car the whole time. Oh, oh my fucking god. Schlub. That guy was so bad. God. So the movie is about uh, Kirk Cameron having a Christmas party at his house. I'm the, it's his sister's house. At his sister's house. Okay. And, his, and his sister's husband is having some struggles with the concept of the commercialization of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And his sister's that, husband that named e- Christian. And he thinks that like that everyone has lost their way and that Christmas isn't like an abomination. Yes. All the all the fun Christmas stuff about trees, Christmas, lights, Santa Claus, lights, everything then, you, everything that brings uh-huh. warmth to your heart about Christmas. This guy doesn't this like. This guy because, doesn't think it's Christian because it doesn't have anything to do with Christ. With Christ in the and birth then of Christ. Kurt Cameron he spends the entire it. movie explaining how every little commercialization feature it. of Christmas has to do with Jesus. Yeah, I was like, and you. Fucker! <laughs> Let Christmas me enjoy trees, the Christmas lights, tree. presents, right. everything. He finds some no. way to yeah. bring it back to the Bible. Which, What's, first of all, go back and listen to our episode with Jake Flores to refute about every one of those yeah. claims they make in this movie. Yeah. Well, they're all it's, right because it's kind of twisted that it's like they're sub- twisting all of the words. Well, none of that, of course, and they're yeah. subverting the like religious aspect for like capitalism basically like consumerization yeah. like mm-hmm. justifying yes. that hey it's okay to buy a lot of presents because guess what the wise men brought presents to yeah. jesus christ yeah, yeah, it was yeah it was yeah. that yeah. shit and the it la- was truly insane like the last uh the last little historical thing that they do is they show the real santa claus santa is a big fat jolly man there's no way he could have anything to do with christ and then kirk Cameron goes well actually he beat the shit out of somebody because he they had different beliefs <laughs> like, yeah. and they were like that guy's actually good yeah the the santa claus that we know and love is not that gray-haired man he's a big burly man that fought a dude to death yeah they because got, like, he this... didn't believe in christian yeah, yeah. They, they got this jason momoa ripoff to play it's saint insane. to play uh, saint nicholas while this is happening this is all being explained 
explained in the front seat oh. of a car. Oh yeah, yeah. Why? It's yeah. like that Seinfeld that like what 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 are those called? Comedians. And no, car- no, no, no. Oh. No, the, Sein- <laughs> the Seinfeld episode of the Chinese restaurant. What are those called? Oh. The, where it takes place in one place. There's oh, a name. Oh, uh, oh, bottle episode. A bottle episode. Yeah, a bottle episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was so a bottle movie. It was a bottle movie. <laughs> yeah. It was a bottle <laughs> movie taking place inside of the front yes. seat of like a Range and then Rover. With, like stock footage for yeah. the other part. It's so fuck. It was so fucking bad. It pissed yeah. me off. And then the movie ended. It with, wasn't like, even fun. It's bad. not fun. No, it's horrible. The movie like, ended with like a Christmas dubstep dance, dance off. off that lasted I swear to fucking 15 god 15 minutes I minutes. thought I was being tortured yeah minutes. the movie is only like 80 minutes it is such a short I was like movie. how long like is we this, were so this for we were supposed to record hours. this like a couple months ago yeah and when I like I had no time the day before mm. to we watch both, it we all watched it the day off I, but I watched no I watched it at like 3 a.m. oh okay when I got home from work we watched like, it that morning. Yeah, so I closed the bar. Oh god! And I did not want to. I didn't. I knew that I could stay up late, but I didn't want to wake up early to to record with you guys. Mm-hmm. So I fucking or to watch it so I could record later. So I watched it at three a.m. and like that movie. I mean, it's eighty minutes long, but like I was. It felt. It, it felt like forever. Four hours. I think time stopped. It time did stop. I felt like I was being tortured. I felt like I was I being too. dragged I behind the car. Literally, like a couple times, like I caught myself like on my phone. And I was like, "Wait, oh no, you need to be paying attention." And I was like, "Oh my god," but nothing's happening. It was so boring. Yeah. It, was it felt like being at church. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, you're like Jesus. When is it he gonna did. stop talking? At least no, at I'm gonna church, close there's a couple hundred yeah. other and people it's you like can noon like, look and you're at. like, no, you're not. You this lying, fucking, fucking priest. How God. long can this prayer be? <laughs> God, this is this this was like this was not even this was not even as interesting as going to church and experiencing a church. At service. least at church, I could. This do was like church is ten million more. This was like just being talked fun. at by yeah. your Republican uncle, and that's it. No, uh, no additional cinematic value whatsoever. Just but yeah, the, your the worst fake acting, member. the whole like, like the whole like cigarettes and coffee like fucking way that they tried to present that, where mm. they're just rapping in the car. Oh, it's just a brother-in-law and a brother, and they're just trying to break this shit down and really understand life. And I'm just trying to tell you what I think. Like, literally, it was like slam poetry it was, so bad. was a person. God. It was so bad. I fucking hate it. Yeah, that's the worst movie ever made. I have nothing nice to say about this no, movie. No, fuck you, and Kirk nothing, Cameron. There's nothing funny about it. There's nothing good about it. No. And it's one of the first times in my life where I watched a bad movie and not found anything to enjoy. We didn't right. Re- we at least did, bad we didn't movies record have their this episode that day because we were all too pissed. depressed. Literally too pissed. After After depressed. This movie. pissed off. I we, remember I being was like, so what upset. the fuck? Yeah. I, I, I've never been in a yeah, worse mood from a movie. We were watching it, I'm pretty sure, which was extra probably. Hell. I mean, yeah. it was Saturday morning, so probably Saturday morning. Yeah. Jesus Christ! It was. I. I've never been more well, upset. The serotonin at a piece was of media. robbed from my brain. Yes, <laughs> I, I felt it was. It felt like coming down from Adderall. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was oh, watching man, this I want some Adderall. <laughs> Me too. I gotta get my refill. <laughs> yeah, <go laughs> get that refill to go. Yeah. <laughs> having a wonderful Christmas time. Uh, I thought we could look at uh, what everybody bought each other for Christmas this year. Okay. With the uh, I got a couple lists. One of them is the top ten best selling Christmas gifts. I want of that. 2018. I want to hear that. And I also have a list that is the best luxury Christmas gifts. <gasps> of the I year. love watching oh, luxury, luxury shows. Most expensive 
period Christmas gifts Perfect. that people got this year. All right. Here's the top 10 best-selling Christmas gifts. Okay. Uh, number 10, an azalea Christmas tree. It's uh, just an arrangement of azalea flowers in the shape of a Christmas tree. Why? That's okay. No- All right. Whatever. How much was that? Uh does not this uh that this was one, popular wow apparently i didn't see any either did i well, well we're poor tough guys that's true they the the markets over here <laughs> a little different no, they're demographic. <laughs> a little different <laughs> All, yeah everybody we know got instapot we just, uh, we obsessed over videos on youtube for uh for like a year and then we families, finally bought one conservative families everywhere got their replacement keurigs after they tossed theirs <laughs> over the balcony yeah <laughs> Uh, number nine, a mobile lens kit for your uh, camera phone. Oh, that makes sense. I it's guess. an Urban Outfitters item. That's cool. Oh, it's Urban Outfitters. Urban wow. Outfitters. Yeah, that means you know it's really for outfitting. Yeah, that Uh-oh. means you know it's transphobic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, and yeah. all scooter sh- sc- scooter shooter vibes. <laughs> <laughs> School shooter vibes. <laughs> scooter shooters. shooters. Those are, that's the next wave of violence: is people shooting people <laughs> on those electric scooters. scooters. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh no! Uh, they're just gonna drop, and they're gonna keep getting charged, and then their family's gonna have to pay that. <laughs> oh no! Uh, number eight, the Apple Watch Series Two. Any of you guys have an Apple Watch? Do you know no. anybody with an Apple Watch? Uh, Trace Holt has one. How does oh, he like it? He loves it. I thought he was dead. No, <laughs> no, he's alive and we're kicking around with his Apple Watch. He's doing a great. He's doing great. <laughs> I know. Just he's, got, he's doing great. He's got an Apple Watch. And a really good show. <laughs> Um, number seven, a smartphone projector. It's a little device. Those are fucking cool. Ooh. I wanted oh, I see one. How it works. They're kind of expensive, though. I yeah. Yeah, prob- it's a little attachment for your for your phone, and it projects. Uh, number six. Number six, seed tins. Just little tin boxes that you put seed packets in. Okay. Why would you do that? What are, are, is that uh, for f- grandmas? It's for when you get seeds as a Christmas gift, but it's not when, time Who's Wait, getting yet. seeds? Look, <laughs> man, y'all, y'all don't just get seeds. I used to buy my grandma seeds for presents, but for my grandma. <laughs> and I thought that like that was a thing she liked, but she didn't even garden. She was like a... Like a like a businesswoman, <laughs> she, she didn't give she a was fuck. Doing deals from yeah, the couch. Dude, she was a real estate agent. She didn't give a fuck about <laughs> seeds. But I was like, well, grandma's like plants. <laughs> Look, when I when I said seed money, I thought you knew I meant uh, <laughs> I needed some funding for this uh, entrepreneurial expedition. <laughs> you just gave right. me a bunch of seed uh, tens. Seed tens. Number five, PlayStation VR. It's like a virtual reality uh-huh. setup for your PlayStation game video console. Okay. Um, have you? I. Uh, I've played with one. Fine? I played with an Oculus Rift once. Yeah, same here. It was really weird. I was underwater. Yeah, I, I did a roller coaster. Oh. And I had a lot of fun. <laughs> it was at Lane. Didn't even go anywhere. It was at Lane Krayrup's house. <laughs> oh. Down the one I thought he, he was dead too. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> very much alive. <laughs> Christina, none of these people. He's alive <laughs> and he's living his second life yeah, in the VR. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've only done the one where you take your phone and you like slide it into like a headset and you. Just yeah, that's what that is. It's yeah, all that's all Oculus. Oculus. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Then that's an actual VR. I've actually been through the Looking Glass. Whoa! Whoa! Your eyes are changing colors. They are. <laughs> uh, one's green. One's uh, clear. All right, Lewis Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
number four, Lumi lighted selfie iPhone 6 plus case. It's a phone case that lights I up. I never even the heard edges. of that. That is it fucking looks, great. Yeah, it looks like something one. strictly to be photographed in, like. Uh, it's just for selfies. Yeah, it looks like something that's only good. Yeah, it's for. Uh, but like it doesn't really help you take your selfie because like, I think Lisa has. But what one. about the shadow from your hand holding the phone? Right, it looks like something that's like exclusively for somebody else to take a picture of you doing it, so it looks cool. Yeah, like this is the future, baby, and it's yeah. A, and then you'll see it in a bunch of stock photos. Lisa, do you have one of those lights? Call in at one eight hundred. Fucky, fucky sillies. One eight hundred sillies bar. Or email us at uh, the uh, the Christmas pot at gmail dot com. Number three, personalized <laughs> crates. Just a couple crates. They're not even that big. Uh, that's so boring. Like shit. It shows the, it shows three crates, each of them sitting on like a different step on a staircase, which leads me to believe they're not even that big. They're just crates? They're just crates? They're just one wooden says, crates. One says, Is this all because of that organizational show? Hell yeah. Oh, tidying up. Marie Kondo. Yeah. Uh, more like Marie Apartment. More like, I'm not going to watch that because I like to be messy. More like Marie Calendars because <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a chicken pot pie. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Cut and print. <laughs> That's a wrap, guys. Let's go get a pot pie. <laughs> Come on, cunts. <laughs> That's what they call the Marie Calendar for the following. <laughs> Come on. Uh, you calendar cunts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love home cooking. <laughs> cunts. Are there any more? Yeah, number two. We're only on number three, so of course there are more. Number two, the 3D Doodler Start 3D Printing Pen. Oh, it's like a little fun thing for kids, I guess. You can draw. Th- it looks like it's a little pen that like draws 3D shapes, like like a 3D printer, but it comes out of the pen. Kind oh, of. oh, weird. what? It looks like. <laughs> does, do, does the object <laughs> come out? You just draw like August Rush, and that's not even a great. <laughs> it like squeezes out almost like a tube of toothpaste, kind of. Oh. But with 3D printing Dude, this is the future. This is the era (laughs) to get shit done. No, this is the fucking present. It's 2019 today. (laughs) Come on, man. You know what I mean. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Marie Calendar. You know what I mean. Cunts. No, I'm the guy. I'm the guy who has to tell jokes at every, all points. I'm the guy in National Treasure who's just like, oh, but the Liberty Bell, isn't that, like, famous? Or that guy sucks. Oh, he yeah, sucks. he sucks. He's a useless character. I recently just awesome. watched I National thought, Treasure. I can't wait. Absolutely I wanted awful. him to die the whole time. I was when like, they're in that shaft and the the stairs are collapsing, keep falling? I was like, just die. Jump. Just, just jump and fall. <laughs> no somebody, one likes you. Somebody risked their life to save him. Yeah, I know. And yeah, he gets a red Merce- Mercedes or whatever Corvette at the end, but how about you drive that off a cliff, you sour apple? <laughs> uh, and the number one gift was the new Pokemon game, Pokemon Moon. And oh, fuck Sun. off. What about Nintendo Switch? I didn't even know there was a new Pokemon game. Well, guess what? Uh, Is it because I'm a 30-year-old woman? <laughs> <laughs> I yes. think so. <laughs> okay. 30-year-old I'm not even 30 yet. I'm 29 one. still. Hello, I'll girl. be 30 on April 2nd. Ooh. Oh, I can't wait for my Maybe birthday. your party could be a joke at uh, Silly's. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's so funny. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh, Christina, will you help me throw my party? <laughs> oh, let's throw the party. Oh, it's a big party just for me. Oh, I'm not going to be 30. Okay, next list. I want to go through the expensive ones the so expensive we can make ones? fun of people. Uh, I bought a I case for my elephant. Oh, here we go. <laughs> All right, here are the most expensive Christmas gifts okay. from 2019. Yeah, let's just blow through them. Uh, a, gi- <laughs> a giant infrared healing clam. <laughs> that was sad. Like big... let's, not, let's not explain them. Okay. Because <laughs> that sounds stupid. Okay. I'm not going to explain it. Should I tell you how much it costs? Yeah. $14,000. No. <laughs> okay, next. Okay. A giant infrared clam. Okay, uh, this one needs no explanation. It's a child-sized BMW. <laughs> Fuck off. Cost $19,650. No. That's more than a regular car. It's much more than a regular car. It is almost double a regular car. You could buy like three cars. You could uh, pay off so much. <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah. That $19,000 would literally change my life. $1,000 would change my life. The difference, the difference in terms of like financial, like equity. Yeah. Of the difference between buying that $19,650 child size BMW and lighting $20,000 on fire, <laughs> there's no difference. No. <laughs> the kid's going to break it. It's never, yeah, you can't sell back a child sized BMW. <laughs> okay, what, what? <laughs> uh, next, we've got 24 karat gold shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> a pair of shoelaces made of, I'm guessing, mostly gold uh, because they cost $19,000. Oh my God. I don't know how much gold goes for, but that sounds. That's a lot. Um, all right. This one is uh, seven. A set. It's like a big case with seven harmonicas signed by Bob Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Seven. Seven. Why do you need seven? Just get one. Separate, individually autographed. Bob, what are you doing? Okay. Uh, cost $25,000. No. Ugh. Well, I mean, yeah, like memorabilia, Bob Dylan memorabilia. Uh, but, like, just get one. Also, Seven isn't classy. Also, yeah. they are currently out of stock. Sorry. Oh, Bob, my God. Bob needs to sign a couple more harmonicas before they can sell <laughs> another one of these. Oh, my God. Um, let's see. Played and hand signed by Bob Dylan. <laughs> Like just once, he just played it, yeah. just like, <laughs> like a factory. <laughs> he like did like half scales. Um, Ain't no mountain high. That's not a song by Bob. <laughs> that is not. Oh wow, this is uh, the this is the bat golf carts. What? It's like a, a Batmobile? It literally like uh, uh, like it's like the Batmobile from the new Batman movies, but uh, it's a golf, golf cart. That's fucking dumb. <laughs> Next, yeah. and it's twenty eight thousand five hundred. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, it has six tires, which is two more than most golf carts, and it can go up to thirty eight miles per hour. Oh my god, no. which is like pretty fast for a golf yeah. Cart. Yeah, that's really fast. That's like fast enough to hurt somebody if you hit them with your bat golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine, this... imagine having to call the cops because. Uh, uh, you hit someone with your bat golf cart. You have to wait for the police to show up, and they pull up to see a Batmobile-shaped golf cart Ooh. and a man with a broken body next to Where's you. Where's the fucking 
drink cart. The, the scar in the it's middle of my forehead Batman. isn't from Harry Potter. It's from that bat cart. Where's the uh, drink cart, girl? I need another Budweiser. I think this next this next gift I think is by the by the author of uh, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. This next gift it just says a huge spherical labyrinth for a wooden marble. That's what I got my what nephew. Does that mean? It's a, That's uh, what I got my nephew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is. It I, got him, I got him a spherical labyrinth with a marble. Yeah. Oh, it's whoa. It's, it's basically that. Like, but it was. But marble. I got. But it was like twenty dollars. <laughs> You'd pay $20? Okay. That's almost what this costs. This is $30,000. Oh, no. <laughs> I got him. <it> one. <laughs> That's a deal, Avery. <laughs> That's exactly what I got Charles. <laughs> but it was $20. Yes, no. What? What is it made of, like, Noah's Ark? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it doesn't. Uh, is it just because it's huge? It's big. It's, it's like really big. big. Oh, it's made of finished wood. Uh, it oh, has, this is handheld has for a like child. Four hundred twenty-five turns. It says. Okay, next one. A secret agent rocket aqua suit. That's exactly <laughs> Who what, wants that? It is what it says. It is. Some loser. Yeah. <laughs> Some rich loser. Uh, and you guess on what it costs? Yeah, eighty grand. Eighty. Ooh, close. Uh, like thirty-eight grand. Ooh, thirty-one thousand five hundred dollars. Nice. Hey, now I know my aqua suits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seven-foot-tall Robbie the robot statue. That's not an actual robot. Who is Robbie the robot? Uh, yeah, is that like an old-school classic? It's from, it's from the six. It's a sixty-year-old movie called Forbidden Planets. Is oh that from. guy? Oh uh, yeah. I that, know what that looks like. Uh yeah. Anyways, big, big, like, statue of him. big, like, dome head. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it looks kind of like the robot from Lost in Space. Uh-huh. Uh, $32,000. That's kind of cool, though. At least that's, that's like, like the one that I kind of think is cool. I feel, like <laughs> I feel like they're like somebody definitely wants that. <laughs> yeah. And they know what they're There's getting. a niche market for, they know yeah. for, for memorabilia. It's better than the Aquaman suit or Aqua suit. Yeah. Yeah. The Although aqua- that's functional. You could go under the water. Yes, but how well, you got to be living next to water to be Yeah, like, and you also yeah. have to be, be like, like certified. Who's like hunting an anaconda. Yeah, so yeah, a certified really. diver. Uh, next one <laughs> so is, you don't die. <laughs> the next one is his and hers adventure quad skis. What are quad skis? Um Ooh, that sounds like a like it's a, a, it's it's like a, a, it's like a four wheeler. It looks like it's an ATV that also is a jet ski. It also can go in the water. Wow. Wow! It sounds like like slang, like a like a college kid. Like, quad yeah, ski. man, I meet you down Yo. to quad skis, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's quad up. Let's quad up down to quad Yo, ski, bro. Quad ski, brewski. <laughs> I want four beers right now. Uh, Fifty thousand dollars for one Jesus. of those. Wow. Uh, let's see. Next one is a seventeen-piece band in a wooden box. That's right. You get. Uh, Are they people? What? <laughs> Yeah, all right, right, yeah. This yeah. is selling people. Yeah, you get, the, you get the polyphonic spree in a box. <laughs> uh, let's see. It is, it looks like a big, like, instrumental contraption with, like, multiple instruments inside it. It says, played by air-driven tubes, the guitar, bass, synth, and various drums built into the Hootenanny can play 15,000 different tunes. It's a veritable no-man band. Cost fifty four thousand dollars. That's kind of cool. Is it worth it though? 
No. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing that you would like buy for a university, or like right. that's that's the thing like an engineering student would build. Yeah, it would be in the know? middle of it would be in the middle of like the or like an art exhibit. Yeah, it would be or it'd be like in the middle of the music building at university. Yeah. In a glass case. Yeah. Okay. Next. No, one. Not for a home. Let's do one more. This is our last one. Okay. Look, I love Bernie. He's a good dog. Yeah. Um, he I think he deserves some nice things. Uh, I don't know if he deserves this dog collar, <laughs> which is a 52-carat diamond <laughs> dog collar, and it costs $3.2 million. What? Million That's dog stupid. Dollars. Get fucked. <laughs> yeah, literally get fucked. Literally have sex, and maybe you will not want this fucking dog collar. Oh, my God. <laughs> Think of all the dogs you could save. Think of yeah. all the dogs you could... Kill. <laughs> Kill. <laughs> Were you going to say fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I could tell. She was making the F annoying, the F face. face. <laughs> I was like, you're going to say fuck. You're going to talk about fucking dogs, aren't you? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, uh, anyone who bought any of those presents, except for the robot from uh, that movie, not Rocky, but the other one. Everyone, uh, Rocky ev- Four. Everyone else. Oh no, 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 the uh, the Battlefield Earth or whatever. <laughs> no, not Battlefield. Earth. <laughs> whatever. I forget. I, yeah. The uh, dome one. That, the, that's the only under cool the thing. Dome with uh, Dean under Norris. the dome, biodome. Dean Bio Norris, <laughs> Norris sex gifts. Biodome with Alec Baldwin. With Alec Baldwin. The under the dome, much. Being in Under the Dome, or not Under the Dome, a Biodome. Being in Biodome with uh, Pauly Shore, much, much less embarrassing than Alec Baldwin's Donald Trump impression. Yeah. Much less embarrassing. Biodome's actually, I, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch some Biodome. Biodome my bio- pussy, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Eat my whole asshole. <laughs> Make it a dome. <laughs> dome my asshole. It's like Play-Doh. <laughs> it's like Play-Doh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Christina. Sorry. This is Christmas. Yeah, I, I'm on sale for $3.2 million <laughs> this Christmas. If you want my hoe-ass friend Christina <laughs> with a Play-Doh asshole, you can get her for 3.2. And that's the most shocking of them all. Oh, man. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Okay, so right now we are at we're at about one hour. Um, okay. Should we just do a criminal cop and go out? Or yeah. I could, okay. This is a reverse criminal cop, which means we are talking about a hero. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Play it together. Um, I don't have a song for that. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. We're giving you a trophy. I can be your hero, baby. <laughs> okay. That's such a good All song. Right, just, uh, what, man? Okay. Uh, a, uh, the story starts out. The sun had yet to rise when a Los Angeles Unified School District police officer unlocked a gate to a station parking lot northeast of downtown. As he pulled into the fence lot at about 5.30 a.m., motion, motion detector lights blinked on and illuminated a man walking through the gate behind him. He carried a flashlight, gloves, a gun, and a two-way radio as he tried breaking into eight patrol cars at the police subdivision near Wilson High School. The officer requested help. Minutes later, the poli- uh, police said the man was in handcuffs. Uh, 
Police said the arrest yielded not only one of the most active auto thieves in the area, but someone with an alarming obsession with stealing law enforcement vehicles and the gear inside him. Uh, the man was an LAPD cadet in the early 1990s. Whoa. Uh, he faces eight felony charges of grand theft auto. He does look like a racist, though. I'll say that from looking <laughs> at his mugshot. Yeah, he... A little he, racist looking. Can I see him? Oh, God, yeah. He looks like, uh, you remember in Men in Black, the, the, when the two Archelian aliens meet in the Italian restaurant? He looks yeah. like the tall, bald one. Yeah. Oh, weird. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking. Or he oh looks like the God. guy from Barry. <laughs> oh, yeah, he looks yeah. like uh, he looks no like Hank. he's made out of clay. <laughs> he looks like like Wallace, like Wallace, Wallace and, and Gromit. Gromit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he looks he looks like uh, he looks like when they take um, a molding of an actor's face and then they make like a skin mask of him. Uh-huh. He looks like that, like sitting on a model head. He looks he's just like he's just sitting weirdly around his eyes and he's no it's just it's just skin there's he's no the beginning hair. of a creative character no yeah. the, yes exactly yeah <laughs> he has yet to he's no features applied yet he is a blank slate um it wasn't the first time the officers arrested the man on suspicion of stealing police cars. He was convicted in 2013 on similar charges, including operating a chop shop and committing Hell a Hell yeah, dude. Quote, this guy's a badass. Yeah. <laughs> and a committing scary, a, scary badass. <laughs> yeah. He was, so he was convicted for operating a chop shop and committing, quote, a street gang act. Sick, <laughs> here bro. For it. Merry here Christmas. For it. Uh, I want to see his fall from grace. <laughs> this needs to be a movie. Yeah. When, uh, let's see. When he was arrested in April, he had a replica chop. Clock. Cup. A chop <laughs> cup. A chop. <laughs> a two-way radio and a key used by police officers, firefighters, and other city personnel to open locks at parks and other facilities. So we had like a master key. Sick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, they do, police do not know how he obtained the city keys. He also carried a shaved key that criminals use to bypass some locks and ignition systems. Police don't know with whom he was working on uh, on the other end of the two-way radio because he was talking mm. to somebody, apparently. Uh, Former they- DA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in earlier crimes, the man told police he was stealing them to build a replica car to target gang members. This is so the best thing. So he is thing. racist. It, it, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was gonna. He wasn't gonna be like the Punisher. Like vigilante justice yeah. against gangs. As soon as I build my own car, yeah. <laughs> y'all's police cars will be nothing compared to my ultra police car. It's like two cars fighting yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. It's taking him like six years to build a car like that is between nine and twelve years old. Stacks <laughs> one car on top and of the other. He's like, yeah. he's like the, he's the crime problem is so bad in this city that the police can't do it. I, I need take, a double car. I gotta do it myself. But it's going to be a f- several years before I can get around to it. <laughs> I know nothing about building cars. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, oh, God. Okay. Oh, no. Auto thefts jumped 25% in the division in the two weeks before he was arrested. Uh, he and another man for unrelated thefts. Those crimes dropped more than 50% in the two weeks after the arrests. Whoa, they yeah. were like the guys. Overall, car thefts citywide are down 12% since he was arrested. <laughs> That's a <Damn>. huge... Yeah. <laughs> the LAPD has hailed its cadet program as a successful partnership between police and city youths. <laughs> Uh, but the program came under scrutiny in 2017 when three cadets stole a pair of LAPD cruisers and raced through the streets of South LA before getting into separate crashes. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking I wonder idiot. if they let anyone be a cop. <laughs> <laughs> yes! A cadet anyway, yeah. 
Like, yeah, that's fine. Okay. You didn't kill anyone. So get on, get on back on the force. Uh, yeah. So City will buy us a new one. Death duty for a day. Everybody wrecks a car once. All right. <laughs> all right. So that was our reverse criminal cop. Good man. Good man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, but Poor maybe, man's punisher. But maybe bad man. But we, most, so far, what he's doing is we're going to find out some bad stuff in the it's, sequel. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah we, uh, we, we encourage his thefts, but we, if we need to make sure he doesn't do anything racist. Yeah. <laughs> which, and uh, I hope he didn't hurt anyone when looking he was like, the yeah, cars. Yeah, which, looking like he does, he probably is going to do something racist. So maybe, <laughs> yeah. we, maybe he should stop. <laughs> Clay cop of the week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice. Uh, yeah. So uh, I am at Arabic, A-H-R-A-B-I-K. I'm at Avery Reed Moore, and you can find us at The Christmas Pod on Twitter and find us on iTunes. And, and you we'll can email us at thechristmaspod at gmail.com. Send us an email. Until then, happy holidays. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Jing, 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 Very good. You're catching on. <laughs> Feel the Christmas spirit. <laughs> good. International. International.